I'm the real There we oh, go. Yeah. And now it's two different channels, just like the BBC. The, B- <laughs> the BBC. BBC One, BBC Two, BBC Dude, TSN three. 13. <laughs> there are fucking so many channels now. I know. You know what's crazy? TSN and all these places, like, they have so many channels, but they still manage to make like 10 radio shows and on like AM 590-640. Yeah. And they play the same ones at the same time still. I miss this. Like, I remember when the score used to have a TV channel. Do you remember that? Like, yeah, like yeah. the score used to have a TV channel. You could watch it was. Yeah. But I think it's, I think it's Sportsnet now, but and, it was the score. And that was where you watched. Like, when Cabby came around, Cabby just came around before they squashed it. Yeah. And like, and that's where like, I used to watch Friday night Smackdown on it. Oh dude. Smackdown um, did score. You have, did you have a wrestling face? Oh, I, it, it hit me in the face hard. I made, I made, <laughs> like, I like made a clothesline brother. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude. No, we all love the rock. Get a hell yeah! No, like literally anyone who I used to make cardboard belts and wrestle like pillows. Oh, dude! Like, everyone, like jumping off stairs and everyone shit, like, had like a act. sibling or like or you had a friend who had siblings and you'd go wrestle with their like brothers and stuff and one somebody always got hurt. But like you would do yeah. like flying elbows off of the couch. Oh yeah, and man. like dude, oh so great. I my cousin, that. I used to go. I used to go visit my cousins up north. And we would take all of the mattresses in the house when my when our aunt, my oh. aunt, and everybody was would at you home. Put them on the stairs. But, no, put them on the floor and like cover them in blankets to be like a ring. And we would like literally f- like we would fight like fist fight. <laughs> we would fucking. Fight. We would fight, and it would Dude. be like and it was awesome. So mom, mom never let me have like toy guns. I told you that in another episode. You guys are gonna have to go back and listen to that. But no toy guns, and like I wasn't allowed wrestling or fighting. Okay, because I my my sister and she was a pussy. So basically, what <laughs> what we Fucking did Leah. was Alana. Alana. What would I say, Leah? Leah. No, Leah's Leah's my friend. So. Uh, we're all your friends. <laughs> Everyone's your friend here, Neil. No, so what we would do is we would take the cushions off of the couch. Right. And we would put them on the stairs to the basement. And, like, it was about, like, six cushions long. Like, I don't know how many stairs. Probably, like, 24 stairs or something like that. Rise over run. God knows how tall that is. But yeah. we, we would put the cushions on there and we'd make slides, which was significantly more dangerous than fucking wrestling. Because we'd be on the landing and you'd go to jump down this slide of stairs. You never slid. You'd, like, flip. Yeah. And, like, that was it. Dude, I remember there being a point in my life where I used to see how many stairs you could I, jump. Could, I could jump off of Ooh. and not be scared to do it. And one point, like, Five. I got really high at one. And I, I remember being in the air for a long time and, like, remembering, like, that it was, like, hmm, the lucid I'm still in the air. Feeling of falling. But, like, now, like, dude, like. I won't even like go. I won't even leave the house without my wallet or for my phone. <laughs> like, I'm so scared. No, that. I feel that. That's actually one of the only recurring dreams I've ever had, and I think it's the only reason that I'm afraid afraid of falling. Is like in this dream. So I lived in this house in Beaton. This is before I met you. I was a child. I was eight, like max, probably five, six. And uh, <laughs> what are you gonna say? <laughs> okay, so I was I was living in this house in Beaton, and it was the same thing. From the top story, my bedroom was like down a hall, so it's like three or four good strides. You take a ninety degree right, you got three stairs, boom, 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 down to a landing, and then you take another hard right, another ninety degrees, and that's the main staircase. And in this dream, I was slow mo running down this hallway, right, like fucking, boom, 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 boom. I take the right and I jump the three stairs, land totally fine. But then I turn to the big stairs and like, <laughs> literally, it was like. I would jump and spread my arms and I would feel the feeling of falling and I'd wake up in my bed. Yeah, Whoa! you get that you get that like just before you hit the gun. Yo! Yeah, literally, exactly. Yeah. And that happened to me yeah. over and over and over again. Yeah. And that's why I can't ride the drop zone at Canada's Wonderland. I just hate roller coasters. It's in general. I just that's I don't know why. You're shit guy. I'm probably the worst guy you know, if I'm being honest with you. Next to late. But yeah. But um, no, like I um, yeah, I, I used to get like that shit all the time. But uh, lucid dreams, yeah, like I remember. Uh, like you ever wake up like you're crying in your dream and you wake up crying? Something yeah, like that. Okay, give me one. So one time, oh. okay. So 
I'm I like swimming in like pools and stuff like that. This is a cool this is a cool thing. I like swimming in like pools. Where and else thing. do you pool? Do you pool? Do you, do you, swim? Do you swim in lakes? Lakes, pools, pools. I like swimming Rivers. in water. Water's tight. <laughs> Go on. But I don't like not being able to see the bottom. I don't know. Like swimming in a lake for me, like jumping in off rocks and shit. I just if I can't see the bottom, it freaks me out. So because I, I, th- I think what it is is because when I was a kid, I used to have this dream because I used to be fine with it. I used to have this dream. Where I would jump down into the dark off off this cliff, and I would just keep going, and I would keep going, and I would keep going, and then I would start to kick my hands up, and I wasn't going anywhere. I was just still going. Down. You could not see any light getting closer, and it was just... just swallowing, swallowing, and I could feel myself losing air. And this is—I was like a kid, and I remember one time I just—I woke up in like a <gasps> gasping, gasping, and for I air. just kind of went, and I sat up, and I went, I, I don't ever want to. Yeah, I'm good. And like I, I, I'll like now have, I'll like. Have you gone cliff go? diving ever? No, no. I jump like like three feet in a, a lake, dude. If this episode, and I'm like gets, that's enough for me. This episode gets ten thousand downloads. We're going cliff jumping. If this episode gets ten thousand downloads, I will. I'll go bungee jumping with you. I would never bungee skydiving. Jump, Let's go skydiving. Never. I would piss my dude, pants. Did you not just you're gonna you're gonna you're falling? gonna see this. Is what you're gonna see. You're gonna see a fat man coming down screaming, <laughs> and behind me just a trail of piss. Because I was. Like, ah! Yeah, and the thing is, I won't be screaming because I'll be unconscious and or dead. So, <laughs> and or dead, <laughs> probably both. They'll resuscitate me on the. Well, ground. if you're dead, you're not unconscious. Well, if you're technically, dead. did I do it? If okay, if I jump out of the plane, die instantly. I hit the ground. They resuscitate me. Did I still skydive? Because I'd be dead. Yeah. Uh, that's a fucking great question, <laughs> right? Technically, your body now, your body still, your body did. I would say half. But it was you not half functioning. It. it was you not functioning. To, you half did it. Okay, when you let's 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 say something here. When you go <laughs> skydiving now, yeah. as if you're not an experienced skydiver or whatever, you're just baby yorned up to an instructor. You're not doing fuck all. Nothing. You're just like, oh wow, oh. <laughs> oh, and you can't hear shit. So it's just like. Oh, There's nothing. They tell you to scream. They of say, course they do. Because apparently it's because if you don't scream, you just sit there with your mouth open. Apparently you can like rupture your lungs. Up. Just explode. Like, yeah, I, let's go potentially blow our lungs up for fun. Who was the first person like, to that skydive? Decided that. It was an accident. I guarantee you it was an accident. Same as skiing. Like Literally, it was just like, oh, fuck, we got to get out of here. <laughs> Jumps out of yeah. a plane. He's like, oh, I got this bed sheet. <laughs> Thank God I have this gigantic sleeping bag. <laughs> yeah. Just see what happens. That's, like, that's who's it. like... Whose idea was skydiving? Skydiving, bungee. Who was? Whose bright idea was bungee? Like I want to get so close to the ground <laughs> that I just like shoot right back to that I can touch it. Yeah, and they're like, but we will develop these ropes that will take us exactly this far, and nothing can yeah. go wrong. What, what are you gonna attach it to? They're gonna have like a chest harness or something like that? No, 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 dude, I won't even do the just big- your feet. Yeah, like I, I, we're gonna attach it to your shoelaces. You're gonna be all right. <laughs> At like amusement parks, dude, they do the big fucking swings. No, that's you just know. a hard no. For You're me. telling me at 300 pounds swinging pendulum, <laughs> no, no focal point, nothing like that on a cable, on a cable. I gotta hope to God that they grease the fuck the 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 pivot point. All right, today, yeah. Make sure Johnny, the guy who's doing this job to make money for weed, did his job <laughs> properly. Literally. Jared in fucking in Rocky Mountain is just sitting there like, yeah, keep your hands and feet in the ride and press right, the button. Riders, hands yeah, up. That guy. That's my. That guy. I'm basing my safety off of that fucking guy. <laughs> no, it's the it's the other three fourteen year olds. I have go, friends who who got jobs at at Canada's Wonderland. If those fuckers got in and got jobs, I don't trust anybody because <laughs> their hiring process is full. Lord. Oh, so I don't dude, trust I anybody. No, I definitely. I no. fucking. I'm. I'm 100 with you. There's mm-hmm. one person I knew in high school who worked there. Nope. Nope. <laughs> There's nope. no and fucking know, way. And you know, you know exactly who you are. Who you are. You are the reason I have trust issues to this. You literally time. wanted to take me to Canada's Wonderland, and when you said there was a place that was staff only in the side of the mountain, we were gonna take paintball guns and shoot people from there. Yeah. Probably couldn't do that in this day and age, mind you. I, I don't think you could do it in that day and age either. Let's make that very fucking clear. <laughs> this isn't 1943. This is... <laughs> if they had paintball guns in 1943, I'd be impressed. World War would have looked a lot different. Would have been a lot more colorful. <laughs> yeah, would have been... Ooh. Ooh. Yeesh. Ooh. You know what I did last night with Matt? <laughs> no, this can go a lot of ways right now. <laughs> <laughs> no, we uh, we were sitting there. It was like 7 o'clock. It was like, do you, do you want to go play hockey? And we were like, ah, nah. Like, fuck it. It's like, maybe I'm going to read. I want to read more. 
And he was like, yeah, dude, I want to read that. too, but I hate reading. I was like, yo, I have this incredible microphone. Please that tell I'm me you, did you read to him? Yeah, I did. Oh. So I have this microphone that uh, I've been, we, we use for karaoke. I also use to record this podcast. And literally. Yeah, I, when I used to come over, I used to use it for slam poetry. Yeah. No, well, <laughs> what you would do is you would take poetry books and change words to fuck or dick. And, yeah, I was yeah. good at that. Dude, it was, it was hilarious. We should post a little clip of that. We on, should. On our Instagram or our YouTube. So if you guys want to see Zach throw it, throw down some fucking slam poetry. Yeah, when I was way fatter back last January. Oh, it was still great. I loved it, was it all good. the same. It was good content. Yeah, we should do it. So we'll, we'll, we'll upload some shit. But regardless, uh, I was like, yeah, I want to read. Matt's like, yeah, you know, like, I want to read more too, but I also don't want to read. And I was like, well, I could, I could just read to you. And this is after dinner. Like we we each had a glass of wine. Can I stop you for one second? If you don't know Neil and Matt personally, this We're basically is, this is this is this. I'm waiting for, and because this makes so much sense on a personal level with the two of you, that it I'm not shocked. I'm waiting for you to be like, yeah. But it was the only thing we had around was a Playboy magazine. So I explained him nipples through. Like that's what I'm waiting <laughs> for here because nope. that like this is just. I love this story. This is this gets better. So uh, I was like, yeah, man, like uh, I'm, I'm I'm actually trying to read some philosophy shit right now. And he was like, oh, like, what, what are you thinking? And uh, this this book is called A Man's Search for Meaning. And my friend Ryan Robert lent it to me. And I was like, oh, great, great. What a name. Oh, yeah, dude. Robes. We call him Robe. His, his name on my phone is the Robio Vibe VIP. Oh, shit. His name. That's Robes' real name. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, but Sorry, I, I, I introduce him as robes, so it makes sense. Literally, anybody in my life who has ever like been introduced to Ryan, I, I don't, I, it's weird when I call him Ryan. So it's just like, yeah, I call him robes. So anyways, robes lends me this book. I have no idea what the content is, okay? So like, I open, I open it up, and I start reading. It's about the Holocaust. I read to Matt for 40 minutes about the Holocaust last night. And I learned a lot. It's like the boy in the striped pajamas. It, no, it was. This is this is a first person perspective of his time in Auschwitz, at, from beginning to end. And he's a psychologist, so it walks you through the psychological process. Dude, I got like twenty five pages in. I literally like I went to sleep with a heavy heart last night. It's some serious shit. If yeah. you want, if you hey, if, listen, you want to dive into World War Two and shit. I'm your fucking well, guy. Oh, I know you love your history. Oh, I love. I was but, talking to Chelsea about it today. I'll tell you right now, but uh, that was an activity. And, I, you know, I, I did go to school for broadcasting, and, like, I was used to reading on a microphone. So, like, when I got through, like, 16, 17 pages, Matt's like, man, you're you're a really good reader. And I was like, yeah, well, it used to be my job. So, like, I hope, I hope I'm a good reader. And he was like, no, like, you should, you should do audiobooks. And that got me to thinking. I was like, should we do up-down audiobooks? And, like, what we can do – oh, dude, this is an idea. It's brewing in my brain right now, and I see it stirring up there that the, the idea sharks are swimming. They're circling. And we'll, we'll, we'll take a book that you guys pick. Um, we'll, we'll have some audience recommendation on it. You can you can contact us at theupdownpod at gmail.com. Send us recommend, recommendations of things you want us to read, whether it be a short story or, like, an excerpt from a book. Maybe it's a poem, and Zach could fuckify it. And literally, we should read them on the air. And this is an unintentional Matt idea. Doesn't even have to be a part of the show. Like Thursday night reads with the Uptown That's podcast. That's just it. Well, we'll... Oh my! What it, have you done? It'd be great. <laughs> this is phenomenal. This is a, it's a little baby. It's a baby. Yeah, it's a baby idea. A little baby idea. This. And literally, the thing is, as much as I love me and you sitting like in the same room and doing this, this could be a separate I activity. That. Oh, me too, man. I know. But uh, like even even being online and doing it, like. This could be separate activities. We could go week to week and we'll alternate and or people can request who they want to read what. You can hit us with accents, you can hit us with any of that shit and we'll do our best. Yeah, we'll even we'll even you like could, you could do it like Jason Segal. <laughs> I just can't stop doing heroin. That was the best one. Yeah. <laughs> that was really good, wasn't it? Yeah. That was amazing. I loved it. But yeah, dude, I fucking uh, uh yeah, I just drank wine and read to Matt about the Holocaust last I night. I think that that's so It was bromantic. That is so beautiful, especially because I know the setup of where you did. Oh, you know exactly. Like there's there's this rustic barrel that has my sound receiver and my record player on top of it, and then there's there's a couch right beside it. But the the arm from the microphone stand like reaches over it, so I'm sitting there like leg one leg over the other, glass of wine in one hand, microphone in front of my face, reading a book to Matthew. And this one, Matthew, was too cold, and the next one, too hard. (laughs) But the last one, Matthew, well. It was just, just right. right. Ah. 
Yep. Well, we can do children's stories too. We do. We'll do. We'll even act out scenes from shows if you want us to. Fuck, oh that'd my be great. God. Thursday be... night reads with the Updown. That'd be hilarious. Doesn't have to be Thursdays. Tuesday night reads. Whatever. Monday night reads. You know what? Any night reads. That's every night it. reads. You should read every night. Yeah. It's, if have if you guys have recommendations, you know, pick one. Tell your friends about it. Tell them to tell two more, so, and we'll just get a bunch of people to get a, a bunch of book recommendations. I in. love it. I fucking love it. Okay, dude, dude, dude. This actually kind of leads me into a topic that you you had uh, texted me because, like, this is how me and Zach structure our shit. Okay, if we we try to get together once a week, twice twice a week, like on Skype or or like on a phone call, FaceTime, and we'll sit there and we'll brainstorm. And we'll, th- we'll talk about topics, things that we can hit in the show, whether it's just random shit that pops into our heads while we're driving to fucking work, whatever it is. Like, There's a lot. Sometimes I'll fucking hit you with 30 ideas in a morning if, yeah. if, if, if I've had enough coffee. So, like, you sent me a text today. And what, what the fuck was your topic? How much do you have to physically change your appearance yes. before nobody so, recognizes So somebody you? said this to me the other day. They were like, they were like yeah, you know what? Like, like, the whole Superman complex, right? Like, oh, he just puts on, a, like, I could, like, you'd be able to tell if that's Superman. He just puts glasses on the suit. Like, yeah, that's Superman. So it got me thinking, like, okay, so if glasses aren't enough, a wig isn't enough, because if you came in in a blonde wig, I'd know who you are. Yeah. How much of your physical features, not personality, because, honey, you can't change that if you're, you're, Aww, a, baby. If you're a bitch now, Karen, you're going to be a bitch later in life. <laughs> it's just not going to work for you. But listen, if, um, like, how much of your personal appearance, yeah. Do you have to change a nose job? Is a nose job going to do it? Well, no, that's not really. Oh, gonna do dude, it. look at Mary Kate and Ashley. I can't fucking recognize them. They look like the animals from Labyrinth now. Yeah, yeah. So <laughs> you got it, dude. <laughs> I, I nailed it. I like. I know I did. Full house reference. Love it. No. I, how much of your physical appearance do you think I would need to change? I'm not none of your physical appearance. Do I need to change? <laughs> you want to change much, mine? How much? What of about melodizing your... now, Gary? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's perfect. <laughs> no. How much? How much of my physical appearance do you think I would need to change before you don't recognize me? Um, lose your eyebrows. No, you'd. Be, I would just look surprised. <laughs> you just look, look surprised. I wish people could see what you just did. No. Uh, well, when this fucking okay. thing ends, so okay, full. <laughs> we got full, big news. Full head shave, beard gone, mustache, um, small rim glasses, and I don't know what beard, a mask. Your ears, no spacers. You would look like a whole different dude. Don't talk to me about spacers. I got. I got oh. <laughs> oh, you got an opinion on spacers? You know, the reason spacers I, started <laughs> were, were tribes in Africa would actually use them. Or not not just Africa, tribes all over the world. South American tribes, they would use them to, like, change their bodies. Like, it was, it's the same as neck rings in Africa. Like, it was an honor to wear neck rings and extend your, your neck. Right. Just because you listen to Bring Me the Horizon and you want to put pencils in your ears does not give you any jurisdiction to stretch those. Like, dude, I've had girlfriends in the past. The streets are a distance <laughs> underneath the foundation sky. The song just, like, fucking speaks to me. Let's put three-inch holes in my fucking ears because I'm not going to regret <laughs> this later. This my dad hates earrings. I'm going to put three-inch spacers in those. Do what you want to do with your life, sure. but don't Fuck up your body. Get tattoos. But if you want tattoos, tattoo your just fucking don't body get weight. Spacers. I don't, don't give a fuck. Don't because here's the thing. You might never regret it. And awesome if you don't. But if cool. you fucking do, you look weird. And it, I, I think you have to get reconstructive surgery in order to like repair. I think them. you cut your I know, I think you just have to cut like they cut them they off just and they're just your, like, there you go. Oh, you you use it or you lose it. Well, that's the that you made have your you bed, you lay in it, Jonathan. Don't get me wrong. I have seen some really pretty like earrings and stuff that people wear. And like I will be real, like Shout out one of my exes from Welland. She had these like diamond spacers that did make her look like a bad bitch, dude. Here's the thing: if they're not massive, like I'm talking, like if you get like the smaller ones, those yeah, are cool. I can cool. fuck with those. Yeah, earring. sure, those it's are an cool. Earring, and that could yeah. go away. I can, yeah, I can fuck with those. But that's you're cool. talking fucking yes. Full the on, guy like, that gets like the three inch or whatever fucking spacers. Why? Yeah, why? They're giant. But but why? But here's the thing: people put those in their lips. Somebody dude. Explain, have you seen that? Yes, I have. But somebody explain to me why. I don't understand. Well, it, maybe they just do what they want. 2021, baby. Listen, you're allowed to do whatever the fuck you want. Don't like, don't 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 let me tell you any different. But I'm just I, I just want to know why. And here's another thing. If I ask you, I, I, I'm a big believer in that. I'm. I, I, I'm not I, trying to offend you. I don't ever want to offend anybody. You're just asking for a legitimate reason. I just want to know why. Make me make me understand. Dude, and that's the thing. A lot of people get attacked for not understanding shit. Like, I'm sorry. I don't understand the way that your thought process works. Explain it to I me. I am not you. And and just so you know, and then. 
on top of that, if, just because I'm asking you a question doesn't mean I'm I want to start an you. argument about it or attacking you. I don't want to have an argument about this. I just want I just want you to hear what I have to say. I want to hear what you have to say. And I want us to find common ground. <laughs> That's called being an adult. Yes. Literally. Dude. Yes. And I just can't do that if you have big fucking holes in your ears. <laughs> because the whole time I'm going to be thinking like... If, what if what if they fall out? No, literally, like this like, person what? could be explaining like legitimately why they love it and why it means something to them, and you'll be sitting there just like putting your finger through. Because if they <laughs> turn their head too fast, and they have like the solid ones. And what if it's like smacks them in the cheek, and I hear it, and it goes like, <laughs> like I'm gonna giggle. <laughs> like that's funny. Like I'm sorry. Like I, you're I, the only person who's ever thought of that in history. I can guarantee right now, no one turn else. Their, if they turn their head too fast, is the big fucking ear gonna smack them in the Do face? Do you think like if they had crystals in there and you licked your finger and like did circular motions to go? Like a glass? Uh, no, I, I think that's hilarious. Thank you. Hilarious. Hilarious. Baby. That's me. But I, I find that there's too many. I feel like today's, a lot of today's issues is like, it, just because somebody's questioning your thought process behind something doesn't necessarily mean that they want to argue with you about it. And they think they're trying to, they're trying to wait for their turn to talk to belittle you. Some people are like that. Some people, oh, want, yeah. some people are waiting for you to finish talking. They're not, they're not listening to you. They're waiting for you to finish talking so they can blurt out what they want to say. That's how I speak to you on this podcast. That's how I speak to you on this podcast. <laughs> but a lot of a lot of situations especially like on a personal level like if i ask you a question i i don't want to attack you in any way i just want to understand I, I the only way i'm going to grow is if you is if you let me in and onto different things and that's the only way you're going to grow as people as you're going to grow as, as relationships and friendships is you have to be able to adapt and talk to these people and not feel like you're being threatened or personally attacked just because somebody doesn't get what you're saying and asks you to repeat yourself or to explain further right and that's like think about like but back in school when you get a math question you're like the answer is six explain fuck you explain i used to get mad at tests fuck you explain <laughs> the answer is six you know it's six i'm not gonna tell you how i got six is the answer right yes then we're good we're moving forward in life right why do i have to explain that's the double-edged sword well you have to explain because if i don't know how you got there and I can't justify what you're talking about. Because what if what if there's parts where I'm wrong? Like, hey, actually, hey, you missed this. That could change the entire answer of the question. Oh, if I miss this, so it's not six, I got eight, then I'm wrong. But if you don't fill me in on those little spots, then you How can never be know? wrong and you can never grow as a person. Yeah, dude. I Boom. hear that. That was, that was a really cool analogy. That was, Good job. That was great. You know, I was the kind of kid who, uh, when it said show your work on, on your test, I drew a TV and uh, I put your work and it was like a TV show. And like some teachers would actually give you marks for that shit. Yeah. They they're, would. I, yeah. But usually they were like, <laughs> see me after class, check mark. But yeah. <clears throat> no, uh, legitimately, I was listening to what you're saying. And I feel like a part of that is because our generation is so focused on the judgment of other people and being perceived as an individual who who does things that have reasons um who does things for a reason that like now if if my decision making if you come to me and you're like hey man why does your shirt have a swear word on it I, like you think i'm instantly like my reaction in my brain is gonna be like why does it matter to you rather than oh rather than rather Rather, would you rather eat a baby are goat you, or a matter baby? Are you making fun of me because I say something? What's Irish? a matter baby? Nothing's matter, sugar. What's the matter with you? <laughs> <laughs> but, Sorry, what no, you, you were saying? The swear word on the shirt, Dude, like instant defensive. Like, why does it matter to you? Why do you care what I'm wearing? No, I could be like, wow, I really like tie dye, and uh, the brand that makes this shirt is one of my favorites because of where it came from, and instantly. People people will jump to their own defense. You're asking me because you don't agree rather than you're asking me because you don't understand. You know what I mean? It's just like it's just like a sports team. You know, I like Colorado. You like Toronto. Instantly, you're gonna assume because I don't like because I don't like Toronto. They don't matter to me. My second favorite sports team. Yeah. At least for hockey. But Yeah. I mean, yeah, like there's a whole, there's that whole level, right? There's that whole like just because you don't understand what I'm doing doesn't mean what I'm doing is wrong. Yeah. You just have to. But you have to have yeah. the patience to explain 
what you're doing and why yeah. you're doing it. And that's the thing. A lot of people feel like they don't need to justify themselves. Or they don't owe you an explanation. And by no means. I don't, I don't owe anything to you. you well, you don't. But, you know, like at the end of the day, if I'm going to if we're having a conversation and I ask you, hey, Zach, why are you wearing that bracelet? It's not be- I'm not asking you because I fucking hate the bracelet or I think it's lame. Maybe I do. But maybe the reason you're wearing it is more legitimate than the reason that I think it's lame. Yeah, fair enough. I don't know. But I have to have the patience to go, oh, well, I, I just wear it because of this. I don't have to be like, well, go fuck yourself, man. Why does it matter to you? Well, hold on, hold on, hold on. You don't have to be a dick. Like, exactly. You don't have to be a dick. Exactly. Ever. You don't have to let me. I, I'm not asking to partake. What are you eating there? I'm not asking for a fucking slice of your pizza. I'm just, I just want to know what's on it. Imagine actually giving someone directions when they ask you for directions. You know what I mean? Like somebody, for example, dude, if someone looks lost, if I'm in a mall, if I'm in, for example, when I was living in Toronto, if I was there and I saw people looking around like, where the fuck am I? I'd be the dude to stop and be like, hey, do you need help? I don't do that. They literally have things in the mall that show you. Not the, the mall. I'm saying in the subway, for example. Like people are like reading the maps oh, and shit. There's a mom there with. There's you a mom there phone. with their kids. No, there's a mom there with their kids, dude. The subway's intimidating as fuck to us country folk. It's re- It really is. Yeah. Okay. So, fair like, enough. I remember trying to learn to fucking use the subway. It took me months, and like I went to a lot of wrong places. And let's face it, if you're in the city, you're probably there for a reason. It, maybe it was a game. Maybe it was a. We've concert, talked about this before. Yeah. Whatever yeah, yeah. the fuck it is. So it's like if I see someone struggling i will make the effort to help them before they ask whereas like if someone comes up to you and they were like you're in a rush say you're you're on your way to work you're fucking late and someone's sitting there excuse me excuse me can you tell me how to get here i think you'd be the kind of guy to help them or at least you try to you'd be like what 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 come on like fucking what do you need yeah, I'm definitely. I've never been. I don't. I'm not go, expecting you to call him an Uber. Yeah, like, like I don't go out of my way to. I like I, I don't go out of my way to to definitely go like, hey, you look lost. But I'm always trying to be the guy that's like, someone's like, hey, listen, dude, like, I don't know where I am. I'm always like, all right, well, this is this is this and this is this and there is the sun. Train, it is yeah. daytime. Good luck. <laughs> <laughs> it is nighttime. This is the North Star. Head towards that, and you'll eventually find somebody who gives a fuck. And then I, <laughs> I fucking dissolve into the night like Merlin the wizard. <laughs> but, or Marlin, whatever the fuck his name is. Merlin. Is it Marlin? Marlin was I right the first time? Yeah. Marlin is a fish. <laughs> Love it. But yeah, sorry, Merlin. I fuck I was right the first time. I should have just left it. But anyways. I think if everyone was drunk, everyone would just get along better. I no. <laughs> no, God no. <laughs> no. I think I think certain people would get along better. <laughs> but I think I think, I think, I, think I think I think the pandemic would shift very quickly to not a COVID problem, but a Jameson problem. Oh my god! As in everybody, like there has been eight hundred and thirty-seven deaths. Oh, due to COVID? No, people are getting bottled. <laughs> people are getting fucking. People are getting thrown out of bars. Oh, give a whole new reason. <laughs> Meaning the corona. Yeah, know? and we've talked about this before, like like drinking and stuff like that, and having an issue and having a problem. And and I, I I've noticed I've noticed a couple of things recently, especially with this with the pandemic, and you know us, you know me not really being able to see anybody and 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 all yeah. this shit, and it's like I. I I'm now not able to go and, and be with my friends and I'm now not able to notice if somebody's having an issue because if you're doing your day to day and you're say you're drinking a bit more because you're sad or something like that's going with this because this, this is having a toll on a lot of people for a lot of different reasons. But I think that one of the things that this is taking us away from is, is the people that do care about us and the people that are around normally and stuff like that aren't able to notice the little things that make us us. And like, so say like if you, when, if you were ever to come over and be like, Hey dude, like I've noticed that you're like in the last couple, like the last couple of days, like you've had a lot to drink or is everything okay? We're losing those moments. We're losing those people are spiraling into addictions and stuff like that. And this is causing a toll on a lot of people. And, and I think that it's it, this is depriving us of stuff like that. And I, I think I think that's a, a bigger issue that needs to be touched on is is we're losing that human nature and human touch to go, hey, is everything OK? Like We're losing that. And I think I agree. Yeah. And, uh, you know, it's funny because. I had a conversation with my sister on the weekend because I did go help her move in Ottawa. We did the whole uh, quarantine thing there in Orange Zone, which in Canada means their shit's open again. Everybody's good to go there and whatnot. So, so wear masks and stuff, or they just yeah, yeah oh yeah, like every everywhere still wears masks, but you can walk into a restaurant and get seated. And like, dude, oh, I'll get to that. Actually, maybe I'll do that first because it's gonna be a long-winded thing. So on Sunday morning, after helping my sister move and whatnot. Literally, we uh, 
She's like, I want to take you out for brunch. You know how fucking long it's been since I've gone out I for brunch. I fucking love brunch. Oh my, I know you do. You and your mom. We that's that's in past episode. Go through, go listen to that, kids. But yeah. literally, um, yeah, we went for brunch and we walk into the restaurant and my sister knows the server. I guess uh, she's been in Ottawa for years. It's just one of her friends because <laughs> my sister knows all the servers. And uh, literally, we got seated. You know, we got a coffee, get a Caesar at breakfast dude i took a picture like i'm not even a basic white girl and i took a picture being like i'm eating in a restaurant right now it was fucking exceptional and i actually had a conversation about this with a friend of mine and i was saying the one thing that we can take away from this is like do you remember when you were a kid and you got to go out for dinner it was like an occasion yeah yeah it was like a fucking we're going out for dinner tonight awesome yeah so you get to high school and then you're going out for lunch daily kind of all the time all the time and then you get to college, and you're fucking going out all often. the time. And then you're an adult, and it's like I can make decisions. You're out. You're, you yeah, you're, and, all the and time. you're like, hey man, you want to go grab beer after work? All that stuff. This is gonna make going out an occasion again. I, this, as a 27 year old man, I went out to brunch, and I was like a fucking kid on Christmas, dude. I got to be around other people. Sure, there's still social distancing in effect and whatnot, but like, I got. Someone made my food for me. It came out. I was speaking to a server. I got to tip. It was a fantastic thing. And, uh, yeah, dude, it was, it was really cool. But anyways, back to the initial conversation that I was having with my sister. Um, I got there on Friday. Ottawa's about a five hour drive from here, five and a half hour drive. So it was a decent haul. I left from work. I left a little bit early. I talked to my boss about it. It was fine. Uh, I head there and I get there around eight thirty, nine o'clock. My sister had asked me previously, like, Hey, if I were to grab you a drink for, you know, helping me move, what would you want? I said, let's get gin. So she grabs 26 or a gin, 26 ounces for people who are not from this country and don't know what a 26er is, which is weird. Fucking hosers. Yeah, <laughs> you fucking hosers. But, uh, or is it a fifth? No, what, what do they call it in the U.S.? No, I, think it's, I think it's just a fifth of Hennessy. Uh, that's no, all, no, that's fifth of vo- a fifth of vodka is... Uh, yeah, I think it's a... A fifth of a qu- 15 quarter. ounce? I don't know. I don't know. Maybe it's a Mickey. Anyways, oh. no, we had a 26-ounce bottle of gin, and they bought a 2-4 of Tallboys. My sister... Uh, my sister's boyfriend crushes Bud Lights. No, <laughs> no, not Bud Lights. Like fancy ass double IPAs, like fucking bougie beer. Cause she wants to like treat me cause I'm there for the weekend. And like, I used to, Oh, you I, got, like nice stuff. I used to be a beer douche. So I was like, okay, cool. So, uh, same. Well, anyways, really. one thing leads to another and it's one thirty in the morning. The two six is gone and we drank 18 beers between the three of us. Tall boys. Blake goes to bed. Cause he's like, we got to move tomorrow. I got to go pick up the moving truck. So it's just me and my sister sitting there. Finish the rest of the beer. And we started talking. And I basically told her, like, what was going on in terms of, you know, moving in with Matt and stuff. And we started talking about drinking. And I realized that my drinking is not normal to everybody. And that's that's something that made me question, like, is it a problem or not? Because I have been told by two people now two people that are very close to me in my life that i drink too much and one of them it was on my way out of their life and they chose to scornfully tell my my family that i have a drinking problem and then the other one was a good friend of mine who told me i had a drinking problem and i didn't believe them i thought it wasn't a problem because of the way that i was brought up and you know I, I had this exact conversation with my sister. I was like, you know, we lived in a house where mom had a glass of wine with dinner. Dad had beers when he got home from work. That's not every house. No. We've talked about this before where it's like, when, when is it, you know, when does it become a problem? And I've had, I've had a couple run-ins like a, a while ago, um, like a long, a long time ago. I used to, I used to drink really heavily, really, really badly. And I got really, I gained a lot of weight and I got really, it's, it's why I, if you see me now, it's why I'm as big as I am now. So I, I, it, and it, and it happened really quickly. Um, but I didn't realize it was an issue until somebody pulled me aside, not once, not twice, but a third time. And it was, it was the third person who said, listen, dude, like this is like, I, we've all noticed this, like this is a, like this is becoming a thing. And it's like, what do you mean it's a thing? Well, dude, it's, you know, it's two o'clock in the afternoon. You know, we, like we, we've, we've been together for an hour and you, you've almost crushed an entire like, case of beer. And it's like, oh, yeah, that's a, 
fucking issue, isn't it? Yeah, it is a fucking issue. And here's the thing. And and, and, and a, the first time somebody tells you, you're like, ah, whatever, you fucking pussy. Well, that's the it. The second time somebody tells you, you're like, you're like, hey, man, like, back off. Like, just leave me alone. And the third time, you're like, holy fuck. Like, is it am I? See, I think I told myself the third time. Like, and that was me sitting with my sister and deducing that we had finished 20 ounce, 26 ounces of 45% alcohol and 18 beers that are 8%. Yeah before we finished six more and talked about it and she said it she said it pretty good she's like she worded it pretty well she was like it's our curse she's super smart by the she's way. incredibly intelligent she has her masters super she's smart. she's an incredible incredible person i love her so much and i used to hate her we used to beat each other up but literally she is really nice i've met her once yeah but she's that's just because nice. we were siblings yeah but like as soon as you move away from your siblings you love your siblings you know what i mean i can attest to that a hundred percent so 100 uh, yeah i'll tell you right now so uh we were sitting there and she was like you know it's our curse and i was like what do you mean she's like you know you get told your whole life how good of a person you are and how great you are and how how people want to spend time with you and stuff and then when you're spending time with people what are you doing with them and i was like oh I usually drink with my friends and then I realized I don't just drink a little bit with my friends when I meet somebody for the first time if we go out for a drink am I having one pint honestly I don't think I remember the last time I had one just one and that's that's a problem and that's a scary thought dude I moved in with Matt and don't get me wrong I used to talk about how many beers we'd crush and shit and like joke about it and stuff if I sat and did the math again, because I, I, I talked about doing the math on how much we spent on alcohol in the first little bit. We talked about it in a very different light last time. Yeah. It was fun for me last time. Yeah. And now I'm looking back at it being like, fuck, you know what that was? Just cry for help. Yeah. Beyond that, it was it was livelihood being wasted on something that gave me nothing. And I'm not sitting here bashing booze, okay? Like, Everyone knows I like I like to we fucking drink. party as much we as anyone. Drink. We like to party. We like to but have fun. But it, I'm starting to acknowledge that I don't need it to have fun. And I that I say that now, but like I don't know if I'm capable of going to a social event or if I'm capable of having a nice dinner without alcohol. So as somebody who's on the other side not that I'm a, a recovering alcoholic. I'm never going to call like I'm, I'm nowhere near. I'm not that I drink and stuff, obviously that, but I gave up uh, about two years ago. I stopped drinking beer completely. I have one every now and then, but I, then I, I, I regret it the next day. Right. But I loved beer. I loved it. I loved beer on tap, yada, yada, yada. And I would go to social events and that's all we would do is we drink beer and I would go to the bars with my friends and have beer on draft. Yep, I loved, yep. I loved, I loved it. And I found it so very difficult because in my head, I wasn't giving up drinking, but I decided to lose the weight because I box and I want to I want to be healthier. I just I, des- I decided I, I don't drink beer. And Neil, you know that yes, ever since yep. we've rekindled, I don't drink yep. beer. Um, and so I made the conscious decision that I'm not going to I'm not going to drink beer anymore. And it was really, really hard because for the first little bit, I was like, well, what the fuck am I going to do? I can't just like go to these parties and not like drink, but you also don't want to be the hardest thing I found was being the first guy out of your friendship circle to, to migrate into. I'm just, I'm, I'm going to drink whiskey. That's what I want to do on ice because your friends don't do that. Right. They just have oh, cans and of beer like and they you're walk. Like you're fucking douchebag. Yeah. And they walk around with their cans of beer because when you're drunk enough, you don't care what temperature the beer is nope. and you have to go inside and get your bottle and yada, yada. And, and you don't want to do it. You, 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 you give into that, to the demon really quickly. Um, and I found that to be the hardest part. Now on this side of things, the hardest thing for me is realizing when somebody else has an issue and I don't know how to tell them. This is a very scary thing for me right now because I've, I've there's at least one person in particular, but there's also like one or two people that I've made jokes about. Hey, like, hey, you're, you're drinking a lot, eh? Like kind of joking. But now it's becoming a thing. And I am so scared to be like, to be the guy to be the guy because i don't want to push this person away or push whoever away because i'm i'm scared to lose you as my friend i'm scared to lose you for who you are i don't want you to think of me as this as this father figure or monster figure in your life that's trying to stop you from having fun i'm just scared i want you to meet my kids i want you to be around i don't want you to be a memory i don't want that i want us to have memories together 
And I want to remember those times without you having a fucking drink in your hand. And it's really hard for me right now because I love this person with all of my heart. But I don't know how to tell them that without pushing them away. Do you know what I mean? I'm fucking crying. I and feel like you're talking to me, dude. I, I, I'm not. I, <laughs> but, um, but shit, that was, that was so fucking... But like that, that, and that was the thing that I thought about a lot, and I think about it now more than ever. And and when I was, you know, when I decided to make this change, and, and I, I had a support system in in you know my girlfriend and, and my family and my friends at the time that were very happy for me because I was I gained a lot of weight, I, and I was I was very unhealthy, and I was very scared for my life, and there was a, a lot of personal things that were going on at the time that that reflected this, and I needed to change, and I made a change, and I've and I've 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 ne- I have I've, I mean I I'm still a big dude but i've i've lost a lot of the weight i'm feeling just full great of love. just full of love man you can't it's just fucking <laughs> i'm just full of love but like now like there are people that don't have that that yeah. don't have what i had that and support don't system. have this support system and it makes me so scared to think that there are people out there that know that they have an issue and are so afraid to move past it because they're afraid of what other people will think or what they are going to do next i'm and i you're gonna be fine. That's oh, yeah. the hardest thing. Is oh shit, it's yeah. gonna suck really bad to start. It sucks really fucking bad. I know this. It sucks a lot because you think that everybody's looking at you differently, but they're not. And you know that that's kind of the the weird fucking silver lining on this whole COVID shit because a lot of people are using it as a coping mechanism. And like I know for a fact, like I'm pretty sure liquor sales in Ontario spiked when lockdown happened. I believe it. Like I'm pretty sure beer sales went up, liquor sales went up, and like it's only gonna be a matter of time until they start taking the like the brandishing and the advertising off of cans, just like they did with cigarettes here in Canada. Yeah. Because it makes it more appealing. And like I'll tell you right now. If there's beer in the fridge when I'm done work, I'll have one. I used to be like that. And that's the thing. Like, I don't drink beer anymore. I don't know if I told you that. I stopped drinking beer. We talked about that the uh, so, off off air, whatever. Yeah, so I switched, it, yeah. I switched to just gin and vodka. And the thing is, like... Which some, is a tasty treat. I'm some, a somebody tasty told treat. me gin's a drunk man's drink. And I was like, what do you mean gin's a drunk man's drink? And they were like, the only people who drink gin are the people who are trying to quit drinking but can't. And I was like, what the fuck? And like... See, it's, there's all these flags. When it's I like, sit it's there, like, and it's I, like vaping for ex-smokers. Literally, it's you're not quitting shit. You're, you're just, not stopping smoking. You're just you're just not. Doing you're supplementing it with something else. And maybe yeah. I'm not having six to ten beers anymore, but I'm having three or four fucking gin and tonics. Which is yeah. So now you're not affecting your weight gain. You're just affecting your heart. Yeah, and your liver, and your liver, and your brain, and like that's the thing. Smoke weed, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> Shit, I basically stopped doing that. I used to be the biggest motherfucking stoner, and like, I got now I barely smoke, dude. Like yeah. at all, at all. You, you you've been surprised when I've showed up at your place and not had weed. I know, and like, and I I say this all the time, and it's OLG slots, baby. Know your limit and play within it. Know when you've had too much. Learn that if you want to be, if you want to drink, do it. I, I I applaud you for doing it, but. The first thing you have to learn is when to when, draw the fucking when, line. When is it too much? Yeah, but I've had eight. If I have nine, it's a problem. Yeah, but it, you know, have it, that it, in your head. <laughs> if you have eight a week or eight a night, <laughs> this is what I mean. Like, but you, you use that as your scale. Like, hey, I'm going to a party night. If I have, I'm bringing six beers with me. I'm staying the night. I'm bringing six beers with me. If I go through all six of those beers, that's it. I don't get anything extra. I don't do anything like this. It's like taking, it's like fucking leaving your debit card at home and taking cash. This is all the money I can spend. Your limit, play within it. And beyond that, if if you're fucking broke and you're asking yourself why you're broke, go look where you spend your money. Yeah. Because like I lived in Toronto for a while, and don't get me wrong, rent made me poor. But you know what made me even more poor? Going to bars and buying food and buying food and all that shit. Food at home. Okay, your mom was right. I'll give you got French fries at home. Oh, you got French fries at home. That's just it. I'll give you the mid twenty guide to saving money right the fuck now. You know what it is? First, you buy your groceries. Okay, you sale shop. Okay, you get the eggs that are on sale. Not even you can price match. You you might don't be that guy. You might you might be a little bit of a motherfucker for doing it. Don't do it. But uh, yeah, no. Okay, so you can shop at different places for different things. Okay, the way I break it down, the grocery store hunt. Okay, three grocery stores. One is good for like non-perishables, boxed shit, canned shit, 
One's good for produce because you want good veggies. If you live in a city where there's little markets and shit, that's where you get your fucking produce. And if you're up here, farmer's markets, baby. Oh, if you're up here, you get farmer's boxes, dude. I, oh, yo, I actually have a website to give you. Anyways, because uh, we got farmer's boxes now. So, and then the third thing. Shameless plug. For, for, yep. Sponsor us. Sponsor us, please. Honeywell. Honeywell Farmer's Boxes. Somebody but, please. Fucking Jesus. Somebody please. We do this for free. But it literally, the third thing is if you're if you're doing proteins or like, you know, meats, stuff like that, you find your source for meat. Whether it's you go to fucking Costco up here. You can also go to a butcher and stuff if you want to invest in that shit. But you got to find the bang for your buck. As an adult, you learn pretty quick that you don't buy groceries all in one spot. No, you do not. No. No, you do not. Because that is where you spend you ain't, ain't nobody 160 got money like to that. 200. I'm taking you down right now. If you're doing 160 to 200, going to fucking shop it. You could do 130 for the same grocery shop. You could do one, even less if even you Even less shop. if you try. Literally, yes. that's it. Yes. So, groceries. There's Talk your, to him, Nick. Talk to him, Nick. There's your groceries. Your groceries are done, okay? And then beyond that, learn to change your own fucking oil. Okay, I'm sorry. It is that's not, huge. It is not hard. It is not hard. One one thing of oil, I think it's three oil changes because you end up with like a, a third left at the bottom of your uh, jug. Yeah. So you do three, and then the, the fourth one's pretty much free, other than the filter. You're spending forty dollars per oil change. Always change your filter. Always. Always time. change your filter every, every time. time. You're doing forty dollars per oil change if you if you're driving, of course. <laughs> forty dollars per oil change rather than a hundred at Mister Lube. So like, look at that. Four four oil changes are what. What did I just say? 40 per. So you're looking at 120 plus 140 bucks for four oil changes. Learn how to change your tires. Versus 400. You might fuck them up a little faster if you don't know how to balance them or like align them. No, no. Don't put tires on rims. Take tire. Put your own tires on the car. Oh, yeah. Take your own tires off. But then make sure to keep track of which ones were on the front and the back. That's, yes. That's oh, my gosh. Secret. Mark them down. Literally. Mark it on the bags. Um, beyond that, more, more guides to saving money. If you want to drink, go to the beer store. Do not buy beer every time you go out, okay? Like, if you want to have beers, buy them in bulk. It's just like anything. Buy it in bulk if you're going to... Toilet paper, buy it in bulk. Paper towel, buy it in bulk. Have a... You know that joke, you know, have a beer fridge? Have a fucking beer fridge. Have a bar at your house. Seriously. Because that's going to... It, it costs a lot up front, but the amount of money you save month to month because oh you're like, I don't need to go God. buy beer. I don't need to buy 70. I don't need to spend 45 or, bucks. Let's be How real. much is a case of beer now, Neil? I haven't bought beer in a long okay, time. Depends what you want. Say I want like a, a generic brand. 30 pack of Bush. Yeah. 45, 70 or something. Exactly. Some like and you're that. like, that's not a lot. Well, and if you buy one a week because you're going all with your friends all weekend and you're just going to these Bush parties, that's fucking, what, 160 bucks minimum? Yep. That's... You know, you could have just spent yeah, that, so, put that in the fridge, and calmed down. Like again, this touches on that touches on the drinking thing. That's I it, dude. It adds up. Much Think about money. darts, smoking. If you are a cigarette smoker now, sucks to be you, bud. Darts used to be fucking seven dollars a dude, pack. Dude, it's like eighteen bucks a pack now, isn't it, it, is. it? Something like that. Yeah, that was also the most Canadian sentence I've ever heard you bear in your life. But yeah, no, it's like fucking it, darts are expensive. Darts, man. Well, you're smoking. Want to get a fucking double double and have a goddamn Demorier? Like fuck me, man. <laughs> Demorier's, bud. You're looking at like twenty bucks a pack, and literally yeah, beyond that. You smoke a half pack a day. Well, do the math, bro. That's fucking three packs a week. Yeah, as a cigar, as a cigar smoker. Yeah. So if it's tobacco is not cheap. In, if you in really, Canada. if you're, if you're fucking struggling, everyone's struggling right now. Who is in their mid twenties? We get it. Times are fucking tough. It's really difficult to be successful. And you're not alone. And, and just and if everyone. You think, if you think, and if you think that, oh my gosh, this is because I'm in my twenties. Everybody's struggling. Everyone is struggling, dude. And you know what the thing is? I think. When when you're in your fucking thirties or like when you get up towards your thirties and shit like that, it doesn't get easier. You just get better at adapting. No, you're it, just older. Well, that basically. And like at the end of the day, dude, if you need to save money, you will. If you need to, you can. It's just a matter of where you cut the corners. Fucking don't buy that case of beer. Fucking don't buy that pack of cigarettes. You know, these are choices that you can actively make. And I understand for some people it doesn't feel like a choice, but that's why you have friends. And people that you can lean on for that shit. So yeah. I'm telling you, saving money while you're a young adult comes down to who you surround yourself with and how badly you need it. Straight up. Absolutely. You're 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 when you get older and you become and you become like, I, like I've learned this now is you're definitely a product of your environment. And I don't I know. And, and yeah, you're a product of your upbringing, yada yada yada. But you're also uh, the the company that you keep is is massive. The company that I keep from what I I, I used to is very very small. <laughs> Well, you know, my and you're the same way. Very small, but I keep I keep around the people that one make me laugh is a big one. 
two that I can confide in, I can talk to, I can know that it's going to stay between us, and I can it's trust honest. you, and it's honest. But three, I know that I can have a good time no matter what we're doing or anything about it. And those are the people that you want around because those are the people that you can lean on and you can talk to, and those are in there for those moments. But like, for like, the best thing about having a group of friends that you that like that you surround yourself with is you can talk you can talk to them yeah right and there's tons of things that you can talk to them about <laughs> me personally <laughs> what i like to talk to everybody i meet with i just cackled for the record but go on is the up down podcast oh what's yeah. that well here's the thing i'm gonna tell you about it but you have to promise me something Neil. what that when i tell you mm-hmm. that you about then it. have to about the Uptown podcast yeah, yeah you then have to tell two more two more EA yeah B-I-N-G-O bingo <laughs> that was amazing I know I'm good at this okay well we love you guys sorry that got a little heavy but just we so love you, know, you the Uptown supports you and uh fucking talk to your friends reach out and if and if you are struggling I have said this before Neil has said this before please reach out whether it be to us or whether it be to somebody and if you know somebody who is struggling as as i do please a text message goes a long way it does a phone call goes a long way talk to your family talk to your family talk to your friends i was gonna say family doesn't only mean blood family means the people who sit right across from you and i love you zach and thank you for helping me and thank you for helping me and we thank you guys for helping us because you are now our family and we love you we love you tell your friends come around for read reading thursdays